0: all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your auntie Ruth. And I'm your auntie Gina. And, and we're,
1: we're, you're weird. You're weird. And the show. Where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads.
0: This week mm-hmm. we're starting this thing where we depress ourselves. And get really bummed out, and want to share it with you.
1: Yeah, well, it's the holidays. Um, mm-hmm. Easily my least favorite time of the year. So yeah, um, thought we'd take a take a real deep dive. then um, <laughs> so, you know, into the swamp of sadness,
0: which is the movie Lamb. Right. Uh, there's a few movies called Lamb, but this one is um. I don't
1: know. Released this year? You don't know any (laughs) identified
0: details? (laughs) It's another A24 movie, which you know that we love. Uh
1: huh.
0: Like, anytime I see that they're releasing a movie, I'm like, oh, yep. Gotta watch it. Right, right, right. There's a lot of, um...
1: But, um... I'm in an A24 group online, and it (gasps) is it's a powder keg in there. <laughs> oh no. Yeah it is. So there's quite a lot of fans. I mean, obviously it's like it's like the art house. I'm like playing the yeah. art house movies, Um <laughs> which I obviously you and I eat up with spoon. Couldn't yeah. get enough of it. Um So yeah, we and not only that, but it has our absolute queen Numi
0: Rapace. that I heard her say oh, her- it. Rapace. Yeah, oh, so that's how I she thought, said it. I thought you just made the... You weren't the star of this movie? Oh.
1: Ruth, thank you so much.
0: I thought you were in this movie. Oh, uh, so... Um,
1: I bear a passing resemblance. If... Numi Rapaz had terrible food poisoning and got stung by a thousand bees. No! But... I think one time, one person with a filtered photo said that but anyway i that is very
0: kind of you to say it's true like every inter- time <laughs> every time i see her in something i like just automatically think Gina. but uh, um yeah so she's in it and then some other guy oh her husband I'm, um you don't have it written down
1: i feel like no. you don't want to say it I feel like you don't want to say, you've been doing a lot of tippy toeing. (laughs) So here's the thing. So Lamb, it's an A24 film. It's also Icelandic. Yeah. Um, which is super niche. And I think there's this sort of, um, Scandinavian gothic vibe. Yeah. Going on. But yeah, so every person in this movie or associated with this movie has challenging names. For, for us, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm from Texas, you know. <laughs> like, anyway, so I have. Here's, we're gonna give it a go, and. I, oh God. I'm gonna try to be respectful. Okay. So it's a very small cast, right? And very the writer, small, yeah. I, this is his debut, and it's, <gasps> Voldemort really? Johansson. Yeah. Oh my I'm God. Th- I know. Can you believe that? No. Yeah, he has so much promise. Wow. I know, right? I mean, yeah. And he wrote it. I mean, he, you know, sort of like birthed it. And yes. apparently, surprising no one, it was his grandparents had a sheep farm. Oh, okay. And he was also sort of inspired by folk tales, mm-hmm. And this very much felt like like the grim fairy tales before they edit it for disney
0: yes very much
1: just you yeah. know
0: very dark but also no lessons to be learned or that's later. what
1: i mean that's what <laughs> it, it's like a morality play but i'm like like these are not the villains of this piece you know no i mean they made some mistakes but not, they did not get what they deserved like no
0: <laughs> they didn't
1: like the little mermaid turning into foam or you know yeah <sighs> it's bleak but so the there's only i think like four people in the cast and one of them <laughs> is in a costume but i don't want to <laughs> <like, laughs> one of them you don't see their fame <laughs> um <laughs> but there's um Numi rapaz who plays maria and then her husband, Ingvar, who was played by Hilmer Gudnundsen. Okay. Ugh. Oh. And then his brother, Peter, who's played by Bjorn Haroldson.
0: That's not bad.
1: No. Well, and it's probably not correct. But, um, like... <laughs> but no disrespect. But, yeah, so I didn't know that... So... Numi had, I think, spent time in Iceland as a child, and so she knew Icelandic.
0: That makes sense, because, I mean, yeah. But you know what? Like, I find that, like, um, like not a lot, but I've, I've found that there are some, like, Swedish people that also know Icelandic, so I'm wondering, like, how similar the language is.
1: Yeah, I do wonder, I mean, because, well, that's the thing, because, you know, how many languages does she know? Like. <laughs> She speaks English really well. I can't imagine, like...
0: European people are fucking smart as fuck anyways. They learn, like, five languages by the time they're ten.
1: That's right. All Europeans are smart. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) But, I mean, the chance of us, like, in the States with our education system of nailing down...
0: I can barely do one!
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. No. But... Spent some time in Iceland as a girl. That's how she knew the language so well. But, um, I think there's only like 300,000 people in the entire country, which my hometown has 13 times as many people. And yet, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Um, and yet, like, they, like, there's always, uh, there's like a series on, uh, Netflix, like a crime thriller that's from iceland i'm like keep it up guys yeah little country big dreams
0: yeah um, they're they're full of amazing artists
1: it is true um i had to look up seeker Rose, which i always said was seeker ross
0: <laughs> but that band <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um bjork obviously um and name one other icelandic person i'll leave that up to you i'm sure you doing... i know
0: one
1: no i don't think you don't think i do
0: I mean, every not... time i think i think i know one they're swedish
1: yeah no it's, I, it's not for real it was kind of a joke because there aren't me. Any... <laughs> i don't know why you're working so hard on that one.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, the guy that plays her husband. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the backdrop is amazing. Oh, and yeah. so it's near a mountain. I think it starts off in the winter. Uh-huh. And all of this shot... Like, it's shot beautifully and it has this ability to be this feeling where you feel you're being swallowed up by the space like it's so empty they're the only people on this sheep farm yeah but at the same time he frames a lot of the shots like it's through a doorway or through a doorway with a window behind and they're all perfectly squared so it also gives this really you know claustrophobic feeling as well mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it just really creates atmosphere it's absolutely beautiful to look at
0: well and like the first scene um where like you know something is coming for yes you know like it's through the eyes of the whatever but like it made me <laughs> this is so dumb but it made me think of the nothing from the neverending story
1: not dumb Second never-ending story reference of the night. Really? Uh, yeah, I said the um, the swamp of sadness.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's beautifully shot. And so we... The thing of it is, is that they didn't even start the dialogue until 10 minutes in. So all of it was silent. I mean, it just really took its time sort of establishing... You know, where this couple was at. Oh, what I thought of was when we were doing Midnight Mass. Yeah. I talked about how, you know, when you learn screenwriting, rule number one, show don't tell. And in Midnight Mass, all they were doing was telling. Yeah. But this is like the reverse. It's all, you just, you pick up everything you need to know just by being like a quiet observer.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you know something's going to happen. You, you're constantly in that, like, anticipatory space where you're like, something's going to happen, something's going to happen. I, throughout the whole movie, even sure. after something's happened, you're still like, something's going to happen.
1: So they set up, like, in that first scene that you were talking about, that there is some kind of monster. Yeah. Predator on the loose. But we have no idea... What it is, we just know it's a little bit threatening. All the animals are scared of it. And it also feels like there's been, like, a lot of sort of Scandinavian folk horror lately. Yeah. Either, like, from the region or based on the region. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're just like, so what are we getting into here? Is this one of the old gods? Is this a primordial creature? But the thing of it is, is that, like, the monster is really the least of the threats you feel while you're watching the movie, (sighs) because, like, these people are on the verge of falling apart. Yeah. So, like, what you can gather straight away is that they have moved past the best part of their life. Like, they're in a holding pattern. They are not currently happy but they may have once been
0: yeah they're like they're i feel like they're not they just seem really sad up you know like i don't know like this married couple that they're not like they don't seem like they're on the verge of divorce or anything like in that way but they definitely seem like they've suffered a loss right um, which they have
1: and the way that we know that for sure even though it's kind of hinted at is that, um, so this miracle occurs on the sheep farm. Yes. And, you know, we see her like help these sheep give birth. And then she goes to help another sheep. And this time as she pulls the little lamb out, I noticed Right away, we don't really see the body of the lamb, something's but we know something's, something is different about it. Yes. Because, you know, they
0: wash to up. And that's they, where they wrap that thing up and they leave. In
1: swaddling swaddling and swaddle clothes.
0: Swaddle of that baby. And
1: <laughs> put them in a manger. Um, kind of. Right. But here's the thing. This is when we when we sort of had confirmed that something terribly wrong had happened was that... Once this lamb was born, the dad got a crib out of the barn. And there's no kids yeah. on this farm. So right away, it was like okay, ouch. Yeah. And so the the sort of oh, there is this great line. It was like one of the first lines of the film where he talks about, oh, you know, they've developed a time machine. And he goes, I wouldn't want to go to the future because I'm happy right where I am. And then she says very tellingly, but you could just as easily go to the past. Yeah. And I think that, like, sets up the tone for the whole movie because he's, like, a man of few words. He doesn't want to talk about things even when they're very obvious. And he just wants to move forward and look ahead. And and she is very much like, stuck in grief and loss and in the past mm-hmm. and is having a hard time moving forward.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they're both sort of approaching it the wrong way because they both have so much emotional trauma to work through. Uh,
0: yeah, and it's not like they can work through it together, really, when they're acting the opposite about it.
1: Well, I mean, I guess they could do, like, um WeChat or... Yeah. You know, they could get like a.
0: Some Zoom therapy. That's what I'm saying.
1: Zoom therapy. Sure. But I was trying to think of what that service is that like they advertise on all the podcasts.
0: Yeah. So
1: cool. I don't think you're going to get there. If I'm being (laughs) honest. They're both working through this tremendous loss and they're going about it. They're they're trying to repair from this trauma and and in, in almost opposite ways, and then, you know, in this environment of profound sadness, arrives Ada. Um, yes. Yeah. And a, a it, little
0: a little baby lamb. No, it's a little half human half lamb baby. Oh, so cute. I know, and that that because
1: that could have. I mean, I think anybody, when we saw the advertisement for it, we knew right away, like, oh, that's going to be kind of, that's got to be like a lamb hybrid. Like yes. <laughs> but, is... you know, seeing it in person.
0: <laughs> it was weird. It was weird, but I thought it was really sweet. It's so sweet. Um, So it's like, um, would you call it a satyr? Because it's got the head of a lamb. Well. And then mostly the body of a person
1: but then like don't i thought they were goats there's a difference right
0: i don't know but it's like that situation so it's got a lamb's head
1: yeah there's precedent it didn't come out of nowhere there's not this isn't the first hybrid we've had you know there's minotaurs there's mermaids
0: why can't they? be? But it's got it's got a little human hand on uh-huh. one arm and the little little sheepy paw
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the other arm. And I yeah. just let me tell you something. If mm-hmm. if I were one of those people that wanted children, yeah, this is the kind of child I would wish for.
1: I mean, just like my cars, I like my children, animal hybrids. <laughs> um, I want a yeah. liger. Sure. Um,
0: I want something like. A centaur, like a, like a lamb, would be really cute, or like like a poodle, poodle person. Yeah,
1: I've actually met a poodle person before. So, oh, is it <laughs> <That> was it me? <true. laughs> no,
0: that's
1: true. No, they had like significantly curly short hair, but
0: yes, I've had that before. I know, mm-hmm. I get it. But so, um, Ada. Mhm. But they're like out in the middle of nowhere by themselves. This couple. Right, so it doesn't really matter that they're deciding to raise this hybrid baby, right? Because it Who's would be know?
1: shameful if it were a small town. You're right. Is that what your is that your point?
0: Yeah. Well, and also, like, I feel like there's that threat too of like exploitation. You know, yeah, totally. And um, like ET. Oh. Totally like ET, yes. And you get that feel, that ominous feeling throughout the movie, anyways. Like, oh God, what's going to happen to this poor child? Um.
1: By the way, you're not going to guess. That's no, the thing. You,
0: you won't because no, I did it.
1: No, um, I think we'll we'll let you savor that moment, right? I mean, we'll just hold yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's too good. Definitely. So we won't talk about the ending, but let's just say, like. <laughs> You're wrong. Whatever you think it might be, you're wrong.
0: You're wrong. (laughs) So then um, Peter's, I'm sorry, Ingvar's brother Peter comes to town. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets, like, carjacked, basically.
1: Well, I think, like, I don't know if those were his band members or something, but I think that they were dropping him off at his brother's house and essentially, like,
0: you know, like that old cartoon
1: trope oh where you know they like kick you out and they throw your suitcase behind you
0: that's exactly what happened
1: yeah because he like is the type that burns bridges is what we learn and well we see why
0: oh he has to walk like really fucking far so it's not like they dropped him off like oh here is the farm he has to walk like from the road all the way through the beautiful icelandic country sure to their house
1: Yeah, they weren't, they didn't, yeah, there was a bad blood between the group, for sure.
0: Yeah, they definitely broke up.
1: Yeah, so, um, but that's the thing, that's the first time, and, like, every story like this, where you're trying to protect something precious, like, the first threat, and the threat that I thought, you know, was, like, most probable was that a neighbor, somebody would discover. Yeah. Now... His arrival coincides with another big event in the story, which is, um, Ada's sheep mother. Oh, yeah. You know, she kept the... She won't
0: leave him alone. She keeps trying to get Ada out of there.
1: Yeah. And keeps, like, calling to her, bleeding to her through the window. And, like, you know... They find her, and she sort of, like, wandered off into a field just to, like, I guess, talk in sheep with yes. her mom. Maria, the mother, knew me Rapace, like, she <laughs> feels weirdly <laughs> threatened by this relationship and was like, you know, I'm trying to establish healthy boundaries here. She's saying to the sheep. and She said. Uh-huh.
0: Get the fuck out. She said, go away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what she said. But, so that's not necessarily a healthy boundary. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, you know, how do you negotiate custody with a sheep? You know, I mean, it's tricky. You kill them. Sadly.
0: Sadly, that's what she did.
1: That's how but you get she out was, of it was most like- relationships, right?
0: Like, um, she had this like like such a closeness to that baby she was so fucking protective of that baby, the lamb Ada, sorry, yeah, um, that it was like she just instantly felt that that motherly bond with her
1: that's like the sad part of the, and it that's why it does seem like one of those old folk tales where it feels like somebody's being being overly punished for, like, a really human reaction. Yeah. Because, like, you have this grieving couple, and they're offered a chance at at parenthood again and reestablishing a family, and they took it. And maybe that wasn't the right decision to make, you know? I mean, the the way that the director and Newby talked about the film was that it was sort of, you know indicative of the relationship between human beings and their natural environment and how they you know take advantage of it and take from it and you know it's a you know the natural world they we all see it as like something that we can manipulate to our own ends I mean you're a vegan
0: No, nah, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, okay.
1: What what did you add back in? What what animal Jeez. product?
0: <sighs> everything else dairy free but cheese I can't I can't I quit cheese
1: I know I knew when I saw you take pictures of that sad vegan cheese I was like how long can this last what a scenario to play out like you know it would be one thing if they like lived on the farm and they just poured lead in the river or something <laughs> like, then I'd be like oh okay I could see like there'd be an animal revolt and they got theirs or but you know this scenario, I was like, "What did you expect them to do like, yeah, just like put put her in a barn
0: exactly you know? it's it can wa it's bipedal, yeah, that's what I mean, like what
1: it doesn't what what was the right thing to do in that situation?
0: I don't know, I would have done the same thing,
1: you know, and we at that point, we don't really know. The paternity of the child. So it's not like they can negotiate. Right. With the father. But. I
0: mean, obviously you kind of think like, did Ingvar do something?
1: I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, how is it Ooh. that the first thing you, say, you don't say anything about the fact that the sheep has given birth to a half baby. And you're like, what have you been doing out here, buddy?
0: That it is, didn't even cross your mind. That doesn't look good. That doesn't no. Look good. And I, yeah, I kept thinking, like, so is Maria going to like confront him about this at some point? <laughs> because I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if she
1: had given birth to a, a half sheep, half baby, I'm sure he'd be like, do you have anything you want to talk to me about? Whoops. You know? But no, they were fine with it. And I was like, really? Anyway.
0: Maybe it's, like, part of that folktale, though. You know, like, they're not questioning it because they're in that. Yeah. They're in the folktale.
1: Yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, um, I can't think of that fairy tale. Oh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, yeah, he bought magic beans, you know? But, like... It wasn't a selfish decision. Like, you know, he he was a child. He'd been manipulated. I think, like, I don't know. That just doesn't seem like the worst, worst instinct a person could have was to make sure that this hybrid child was raised indoors in Iceland.
0: Yeah. I would probably put all those, like, I would, I would, like, put blankets everywhere for those little sheep. In that yeah. barn, you know, like really make it cush. They're having sure. babies in there for God's sake. Like, no, don't just spread out some fucking dried ass grass. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: right. I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I tend yeah. to go overboard.
1: Yeah. I put a little beanbag in there make sure. I mean, like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but, um, so they have the interloper, the brother shows up. Oh yeah super creep
0: did you think he was hot at all
1: no sorry no but you like like masculine men
0: (laughs) i thought he was hot
1: i mean there's only four people in the cast so it had to be somebody like
0: (laughs) well i mean there is no me (laughs) she's very attractive
1: yeah i mean it could you know there, There's not many... It had to be somebody, right? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. And mostly because he was, um like, a villain, but, like, <laughs> not redeeming. I yeah. mean, it, he wasn't all bad. I mean, that's the thing. So that's the other thing about this movie, that even though it reads as a fairy tale, it's very nuanced. You know, it is not black and white. You're not entirely sure, like, you know, nobody's all bad or all good yeah um so anyway yeah the brother comes in but what's really sweet is that again this movie it just like it's he really it's heartbreaking heart.
0: yes
1: Like at every opportunity because like here are these people who are just paralyzed by grief you mm-hmm. know just paralyzed by grief and then they have this opportunity they've got this love oh The most beautiful part is when Peter is... His brother is saying, like, you know, this is a monster. Why are you doing this? And he was like, you know, this is love.
0: Yeah. If you have a problem with it, get the fuck out.
1: yeah, Yeah. This is love. And it's like... You know, when you've been deprived of love for a really long time, like, when it enters your life in any fashion... It just, you know, has the ability to just to, like, warm you up. Like, it's like waking up from a coma, you know? Yeah. And so I can just imagine what that was like to feel like, you know, like, we're all our old selves again. Like, they... Yeah. You know? I
0: know. It makes you wonder. I mean, it's so sad. Because her... When um, she takes Ada to... Um, there's like a graveyard area. She walks her down there, and then you see the little headstone, and it also says Ada on it. Ugh. Yeah, it's so sad. I know. And though I think the not the worst part by any means, what's also really sad is that Ada can walk. She looks like she's probably like five years old or something, like yeah. body wise. She's not. And also she's got, I don't know, a sheep brain or something in there. But she can, like, comprehend a lot. Right. And she And things make her feel really uncomfortable. Um, she's like a baby. But she's large enough to where she looks like, like I said, a five-year-old. And so she's trying to, like, comprehend all these weird things going on. Like a little one would. And... To me, like, watching her experience that was really sad. Yeah. Because it was... For me, it was almost, like, just beyond, like, a human child trying to comprehend its surroundings. It was also, like, an animal. Right. With, like, partial human cognition. (laughs) It was just so... It made it so much worse for me, somehow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It just... Watching her walk around and trying to like learn things, experience things is so sad. (laughs) Well, that's the thing with her little coat and her sweaters, and oh, because
1: like to me, my thought was that whatever universe this is, it obviously is home to like hybrids and creatures. And so I was like, she could be like just as advanced, you know, and just doesn't have the capacity to communicate. Like, with her
0: voice. Oh, and she did have a little voice. She was making those little noises.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Because she was able to, like... Yeah, when the mother would ask her questions... Or ask her to fetch something or something. No, she something.
0: got... It. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and, I mean, not like... It's, like, you know, not in the way that, like, dogs can communicate with those little buttons, but...
0: <laughs> right. No, I mean, she I understood. Right, right. But then at right. the same time, it was like... Well, when... Okay, so my example would be, like, when they were all together... Watching, I think they were watching, like, a football game or something. Right. And um, they were getting really rowdy. They were drunk and everything. And then Ada seemed really uncomfortable with it. Like, she didn't know what to do with all the excitement and everything going sure. on. And I was kind of, like, trying to figure out, well, how is she experiencing this? Right. Because she freaked out and she ran out of the house at one point.
1: Right, right. And I do. I think, but I mean, it's very much like a child would behave. You know, it's closer to that than. I don't think a lamb would. Take it in or be bothered by it.
0: Bucket them or something, right?
1: Just shit on the floor.
0: I definitely shit on the floor. (laughs) I would shit on the floor if people were acting like that in my home. But I mean.
1: Yeah, I do. I felt like she was like a child equivalent like to have the understanding of a child just didn't have a, the ability to communicate
0: yeah i yeah. think that's i think that's exactly what's making me kind of sad because yeah. you know i was like do they understand like where how she's feeling yeah at all because she can't tell you but i'm sure they did i mean you know
1: what it's like i mean you can tell like you like what a pets needs are if you know somebody really well you can communicate with talk without talking to them and you just like pick that up right
0: yeah but not like in a baby's mind or a baby lamb's mind
1: i'm like if we're if we understood it why wouldn't they have understood it that's true
0: but i'm just telling you how i felt when i watched it i took it way too far i'm yeah. like because i <sighs> Was I thinking of my dead dog watching this? Yeah, yeah. And he looked like a little lamb. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wish I could have a little lamb baby. Sure, that'd be cute. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I mean, no, that's like, what we all thought. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's that scene where she runs outside because she gets scared, and then, um, and then you you sense the, I don't know that presence again coming sure. again like i'm constantly thinking something's gonna kill this fucking kid sure if it wasn't peter but i thought it was gonna be peter yeah and then the you sense the presence coming towards her and she's standing there
1: I mean, there's a reason that, like, lamb to the slaughter is a saying. Like, you can't get more innocent than a baby-lamb hybrid. That's so It wasn't, so like, a, it wasn't yeah. like a baby and an alligator. Like, it was like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> true, true.
1: You know, yeah. or like a little girl with the scorpion tail or something. I mean, it was like the sweetest, most vulnerable creature on the face of the earth. I mean the yeah. the part the fact that she was like nonverbal only like made you like again I mean it, it triggered it in you, this like yeah. you know, you just wanted to protect her with all your heart and like yeah. you I know your sort of question was like were they honing into her feelings the way that you were
0: in that moment <laughs> like like it's only exclusive to me. How yeah. dare you? Just party and watch your football. This child just <laughs> walked out of the house. Do you even know? Do you even know your child walked out of the house?
1: I mean, do they know it's Christmas?
0: <laughs> and she was. Oh my god! And then she'd like be running all in the fields and stuff. And then they. Oh, and then they kept having like tractor problems. Right. And then I noticed it was always when she was there. Oh.
1: Like, um. um,
0: did you notice that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wait,
1: is your tell me what you think is happening.
0: I don't know what's happening, but I, I know. just know that like any time that the tractor would break down or they would have some kind of issue with any kind of vehicle or whatever, she was always with them. Like she was always in the car with that or uh, tractor. Okay, or so
1: with them. um
0: Am I speaking on something? No, I just thought it was weird.
1: What do you think? Is happening to the tractor while she's around
0: well it wouldn't work
1: and why is that
0: because nobody knew how to fix it
1: okay but are you I I just want to know in your line of thinking do you think that she is magically jamming the gears of that tractor maybe or do you think that she has, like, a little wrench that she's going in there and loosening no. up the gears? How is no, she sabotaging <laughs> this tractor? That's what I'm trying to get to the heart um, of. Is is it, like, Carrie? Is she telekinetic? Like, yeah, I think
0: so. I think oh, it's, okay. like, all... I think it's got... She's got to have some... She's got to be honing into some kind of something. But also, maybe not
1: at all. Okay. I mean, the tractor was breaking down before she was born, but... Um, but I do, I want to, I want to believe that she was telekinetic.
0: (laughs) And handy with a screwdriver.
1: And for reasons unknown, for motivations that make no sense, (laughs) she was sabotaging this tractor.
0: But that's one of my points is, like, any time she was like running free with her little kid half bod, like I just I was like, oh god, no! Something's gonna run over her. Please, this is so ominous all the time.
1: Have you ever heard that there's a there's a difference between correlation and causation? Yes. Okay, so do you think that this is <laughs> an <laughs> example? every time he walked into the room her hair was in a ponytail explain that
0: um i said it could mean nothing i just thought it was odd (laughs) no 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 i i
1: i just wanted to go on that journey with you okay um i i i I didn't want to assume yeah i needed to know from you what the relationship was between her and the tractor
0: well that was my question (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um
0: but I kept I kept didn't did you it was like this omen something was going to happen to this poor child. Like I kept thinking anytime anytime she'd be like out of that house, I was like fuck, something's going to eat her. The tractor's going to run over her. She's uh, going to okay. like drown in that little pond thing. Something's going to happen to this kid. Is that what parenthood is like? I think it, I think that part of, I think that's where
1: you're headed with that. Yeah, it's a the the being overprotective and, you know, being anxious about somebody that you find loving and and vulnerable.
0: Did you get that from the movie? Or is that just me?
1: No, I did. And I also think, as you were saying, (laughs) that they set up, like, a lot of misdirects. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's because, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> because again, when you get to the ending, I assure you there was no like Chekhov's gun on the stage where you're like, no. I wonder where this is headed. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you know, like the same thing with, you know, um, the witch and I think it's Robert Eggers. Yes it felt very much like that in the fact that it was perfectly constructed um it was absolutely beautiful the pace was 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 slow like achingly slow but um i mean when it kicked in it kicked in
0: that's what i like about a lot of these movies is they are so slow yeah that you, that, that you get like this uneasy feeling about it when you're watching it because you don't know what's going to come next. You have no idea.
1: Yeah, it's like a very um it's like anxiety producing and that like mm. you know, and they like put the work in it. And so I, I remember um I saw The Witch in the theater and I live in this sort of college town in Texas. And the theater was, you know, like country Texan people and as the credits were rolling the audience was booing and said what the fuck man what the fuck (laughs) (laughs)
0: because she she went through with it because she Uh, wanted to live deliciously
1: she wanted to live deliciously and they The whole movie, it was just the pacing was driving people crazy. I heard mumbles the whole time. Really? And then, you know, when there was that big reveal at the end, they were like, oh, okay, like now you want to get crazy?
0: (laughs) Um, So So they couldn't couldn't sense it. They couldn't sense something was. No. But I mean, I think, you know,
1: I think they were expecting like the conjuring. And didn't know that they uh, had. It, well, that was the other thing is that about the witch is that it had been, like, terribly marketed. Like it that it, it, they made it to they made it appear as if it was a classic horror movie. Like, yeah, if you liked it Insidious, not. it was not. Like that's if the thing. If you liked it's Insidious, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's the thing. I like. I'm the. the I watch it all. Like I'm watching the Conjuring. I think on your HBO, maybe. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or your Hulu. One. <laughs> like, steal from you. Because <laughs> uh, I gotta know. It was the devil made me do it. Like, tell me more. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I'm not. I mean, I like watch snobby movies, but I watch terrible movies too. Like with probably yeah. more frequently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but. The thing is that you just have to know when you sign up for this experience.
0: I think the problem with that, and I think we're veering off, which is fine with me, but I think the problem with that at the time when The Witch came out is there wasn't really anything to compare it to. It was like, how do you even describe it? And it's the same with Lamb. It's like, I mean, I guess people can get generally a better idea like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, The Witch or The Lighthouse or whatever, you know, that kind of weird thing but at the time like you know how do you, how do you describe the of like I mean the there of, is like, I mean there like is a yeah I, but it's art house horror which has okay. been
1: around forever so like even like um the the living dead and like mm-hmm. those zombie those were all like art house, art house movies yeah mm-hmm. i mean so but th- they've been around for for a long time or yeah i would even describe like lynchian you know just very totally yeah so but yeah i think the witch is it 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 brought back like a dying art because i don't i really don't think that people had invested i mean there was independent right. horror but not like
0: it kind of like know. changed everything yeah i feel like well, I mean,
1: because I feel like, and I feel like this movie is in the same vein. A lot of the A twenty four
0: horrors are like this. I think that's why I love that studios because they always put out stuff like this.
1: Yeah, but you know, there've been like a lot of international films in the same vein. Um, yes. So, you know, like raw, or I mean, well, some of them are a little more disturbing, but you know. And then we talked about um, killing of a sacred deer. Oh you know. yeah. But anyway, so, but it's definitely in that vein. And, you know, I, I could see how people would be like, oh, like you're being a little pretentious, like this movie is long and nutty. And I'm well, like, yeah. 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 So like, am I. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. My immune is. Yeah. I'm, I'm long winded and unpredictable. Both yeah. of those things. So that's probably.
0: It's going to take you it. a long time to get there. For I mean, me to get I, to the point.
1: I think we, like, make our case every time we release an episode.
0: Every. It takes us a <laughs> <It takes> <laughs> while to get there. To, to get there. But we get there. Well, do yeah. we? I don't know.
1: I mean. You know. Oh, well, we keep trying.
0: <laughs> so, um. I think one of the, the last scene, I think, or the last, not scene, but little section of the movie, you see, um, Ingvar walking hand in hand with Ada. Yeah. And he's teaching her things, you know, like a father would parent, whatever would teach their child about, um, you know, okay, so this is the way home. When you see the, the stream, then you'll know. Right. Close to home. And, you know, he's teaching her little things that she should know about living out in the middle of nowhere, probably. Sure. But, um, so then they walked in. It's like this, this, like, uh, opening, like this, I don't know what you would call it. Like a a little landing something that Mm -hmm. that's where everything keeps happening because that's where the mother lamb took Ada to go Mm -hmm. talk to her. Am I wrong, or probably? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I am. Is that Would where you say? That, is it
1: telekinesis <laughs> Did-
0: again? <laughs> no. Is
1: the ground this- cursed? Uh, hey.
0: Is no, that I was what gonna say, uh, isn't that where Peter was dropped off? Also, is like in that area, not like there, but I mean,
1: I don't just think so.
0: It seems to be like, but anyways, that's where I think they
1: fish there.
0: In that okay, but it just seems weird because that's also where. Lamb mom took Ada to, I don't know, talk to her. I thought she was trying to kill her, but, um, anyways, so that's where they end up. Ingvar and Ada, they're on their little journey. Sure. And then, and, oh, I think we're there. I think we're at the, yeah. At a left field, bit.
1: but, um, yeah. So what, what did you, um,
0: what did I think?
1: Or no no no. I mean oh. why did you why did you bring that
0: the little clearing thing?
1: Yeah. Oh, you wanted to talk about your theory about the clearing being
0: yeah, something. cursed. Yeah, okay. Something. Okay. It was like the meeting spot for evil.
1: That's what you think.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um I think all the locations you mentioned are different places.
0: No. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to do the big reveal about what happened? No! That's what I've been telling you the whole time! Oh. (laughs) I really wanted to say it. So, definitely check
1: it out, because, you know, we stopped right before the big reveal, because we want you to experience that, you know...
0: Um, For that yourself. shocking, shocking thing that happens—it's shocking. The add a left field, what the fuck thing that happened? Yeah, you are like never it. gonna get. You're not it. gonna get it. You're not gonna get it, and whoa, whoa, it's whoa, amazing. Whoa. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I okay. give to the needy and not the greedy.
0: Mm-hmm, okay. That's right.
1: Yeah, it's it's cathartic. I feel like if you if you need a place to really focus your depression on, this is a good start. Yeah, you know, definitely that. It's like it's a yeah. It's like I just want to juice cleanse pain.
0: Yeah, if you're, like, going through, I mean, I'm saying this at the end of the fucking podcast, but if you're going through any kind of grief or loss or whatever, you probably want to, like, now, meh, mm-mm. skip it, don't do this right now.
1: But if you're, like, a couple of years out, and you want to sort of, like, pick at the scab, go for it. Go for it. It's, yeah. I mean, there's a place There's a place for heart heartbreaking films, you know? Like, your favorite film, A Walk to Remember.
0: What? What is <laughs>
1: Anyway, what we like to do for every podcast is Ruth makes a Spotify playlist. So if we were to do the soundtrack ourselves, you know, this is what it would sound like. And mostly, you know, because we always say, like, you know, at the beginning of each show, we always say, you know, we look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to the past. And by connecting to the past, we mean... Our playlist from two thousand and five that we consistently put (laughs) on Spotify. Yep. (laughs) So, um, you know, but I think like is that kind of like what weird answers supposed to do? They like make you mixtapes for your car and
0: like try. I I'm trying really hard not to be a pushy one.
1: Well, oh, I've lost that bottle.
0: Like I know. <laughs> like you like buying them like cool band t shirts with so their like Oh
1: yeah. I but I like they to don't care. I I love bomb my nieces and, like anytime I visit I bring a toy every time
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know so no, for sure. I've reeled you in now. You love me. Yeah. So now yeah. listen to these playlists. Yeah, for sure.
1: So we're making these playlists for you. Um and did you wanna Reveal your songs, or?
0: Um, yeah, so I chose more like, I don't know. Well, anyways, I'll just tell you. So uh, the first song I chose was The Mother. It's by Brandy Carlisle. Ooh. Yeah, and it's like, I felt like, um, you know, the lyrics were really indicative of how uh, Maria was with Anna. Mm-hmm. Uh, just her feelings and everything, her... Protectiveness and just love for her, um, yeah. And then um, I picked uh, "Trouble" by Cat Stevens because oh. I just kept feeling that like <laughs> you know somebody's in trouble, something bad's gonna happen. What is it? Right. But also, it's a good song. So whatever.
1: Sure. No.
0: Um, and then I picked "Daughter" by Loudon Wayright, Wainwright Wainwright the Third. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. It's a really cute song. And um it's like what I what I wanted to have happen for the hybrid. Like yeah. her daddy's her daddy's singing a song to her. Mm. Yeah. So,
1: um, all good choices. I know they And I think no, 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 they are. They are. But because um, in the same vein I did um Velvet Underground, Stephanie says.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, right. Um, and then I also, obviously I had to throw Bjork on there. Yeah. But I'm going to do yoga because these are some emotional landscapes. Yes. And in work. your case,
0: in your case, they did puzzle you and confuse. <laughs> um. <laughs> yep. It did. But, um, A Bjork amount. Yeah. <laughs> then, um. Oh wait! I have to
1: write it down. I kept forgetting it. Oh, um, NGMT's little dark age.
0: Ooh, yeah. I know, right? We want to shout out. Uh, I think our number one fan listens to every episode. Yeah. Great feedback.
1: Yeah. Um, we are mad about mads. And thank you for always listening and essentially doubling our listenership for each episode. (laughs)
0: Doubling it? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We love you and thank you for listening.
1: All right. Okay.
0: So, on that note.
1: With that, I want to thank everyone for listening to this show.
0: Please send in your requests for movies, music, TV shows, whatever. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, and you can hear you can find us on Twitter at Your Weird Anties, or it's just Weird Anties, Instagram, Your Weird Ants, Facebook page, Your Weird Ants, or you can email us at your ants
0: at gmail.com and don't forget to like and subscribe and comment and download all right buddy well it's good to see you you too Uh, with that i'm your auntie ruth and i'm your auntie gina and we're you're weird weird ants yay